What is up everybody? Dan, Binder Boneyard, coming at you from the office. It is a dreary November Sunday. I have been out for a while. I'm sorry for the lack of lack of content, at least on this platform. Uh, it's just been a busy, busy last couple of months. Uh, you know, the weekends are generally the time when I'm doing all of the stuff that is uh, required of the business, but I need to do it uh, on my own, you know, with Steve being gone now, that means that I've got to stay in the shop more to oversee the new guys and uh, just make sure stuff keeps moving along. So that means weekends is when I do deliveries and parts runs and hauling scrap and all of the stuff that, uh, you know, can't do during the week or I shouldn't do during the week. So I um, have kind of... Uh, you know, sloughed off on my uh, my podcasts. So I'm sorry, uh, all you guys that donate. Uh, I apologize. Um, so I'm going to try to get back on the podcast wagon. Um, I know they're only a half hour, um, which, you know, it's, sometimes it's hard to sit down, get everything quiet, get prepped. You know, I know I don't do any... Um, prep uh, I don't make notes or you know generally I don't do anything before these so it's normally just off the top of my head but sometimes it's uh, I'll spend a few days just kind of gathering my thoughts to make the podcast uh, so you know it's just one of those things where yeah it might only physically take me half an hour to sit down and do it but there's there's other things involved and it just doesn't happen sometimes so I am sorry for uh, the delays. Uh, I know a lot of people out there enjoy these. Uh, there's also a lot of people out there that listen to them just so they have something to trash talk me about. So either way, your listenership uh, pushes the needle in the right direction and I appreciate, appreciate all of it. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm just gonna kinda go over the last month or so uh drop some pearls in here and um you know go over a few things uh the other thing is if you do want to donate on patreon your donations are happily accepted head over to patreon and look for binder bone your bone binder boneyard podcast and uh throw down your your subscription donation. Uh, also, Instagram, uh, I do have a subscription feature over there where you get some behind the scenes content, you get some shop walk arounds, I go over technical service bulletins, I do a lot of the stuff that, um, you know, it provides a lot of value to people. Uh, and a lot of my followers on Instagram aren't stoked about, you know, because they just want to see black and white pictures of old trucks or whatever. And so, um, and also when you're a subscriber, you get kind of, I don't want to say direct access, that sounds cheesy, but uh, you get a little bit more consideration when you're asking technical questions or, um, or things like that, because 
uh, I get so many messages, it's hard to weed them out. And so when you are a subscriber, you get, you know, put on the top of the stack. So uh, that's another bonus to that. So I appreciate everybody, everybody doing that. And I'm super grateful for that. So, um, so as you guys, you know, if you've been listening for any length of time, you know that um, Josie and I were on a diet. Um, Josie was on the diet for health stuff. I was doing it to uh, be supportive. Uh, I ended up losing a ton of weight. Uh, I went from about 180, I think 182 was my heaviest. And uh, I made it all the way down to about 148. Uh, so almost 40 pounds of loss. Um, which that wasn't just fat I lost some strength in there as well uh, so and that was right about uh, see it's almost a year now uh, we started that in February uh, here it is November so uh, you know it's been a it's been a while so I've been able to maintain the diet which is good I recommend everybody look into your intake your health is so important you know you want to be you want to use these trucks and you want to be able to work on them and you want to be a good steward of the international uh, international community and the last thing you want to be is the big fat guy that's huffing and puffing at the shows or you will need to go do something and you can't get underneath your truck because your belly's too big or whatever um, you know I'm not calling anybody out don't I'm not getting personal I'm just saying things to consider cut out some sugar cut out some soda knock down the candy whatever uh it goes a long ways trust me i'm only 45 44 i'll be 45 soon but i just it made a noticeable difference in my energy levels my ability to get stuff done uh, even things like focus and concentration uh it's just crazy what your intake does for your health so um, I have been on that kick and then um, I also went back into jiu-jitsu uh, I took about a year off almost a year off from doing jiu-jitsu I've been doing that for about 10 years 11 years now uh, I'm not that good at it I've been taking a lot of breaks over the years so you kind of lose a little bit and then you get it back and whatever so I'm, I'm not that high of a belt I know guys I started with guys that are now black belts um, you know they've nine years ten years to get a black belt in jiu-jitsu normally and uh, so uh, yeah I uh, could have been a black belt if I had stuck with it but anyway back on the mats going in the morning early before work uh, that way I don't lose work time um, and so that's been really good for me um, doing uh, the jiu-jitsu and then the uh, on the days I'm not doing jits I do some calisthenic workouts you know the basics push-ups sit-ups uh, bodyweight squats pistol squats Turkish get-ups that kind of stuff uh, so now I'm back up to 155 157 now definitely got some strength back I'm getting stronger uh, and also more capable um you know we went on some hikes the other day no problem whatsoever 25 pound pack did you know six miles in two hours um so you know uh it's good um so i recommend again guys consider that sort of stuff um 
you know, I know you're like, well, what's that have to do with scouts or shut up and talk about D-series pickups? But really, you can't work on shit if you are hurt. If you are down, if you are unable, what good is having scouts in the driveway if you aren't physically strong enough to get out there and get after it? So uh, your health is important. To so please take care of yourself. Um, delivered a couple of rigs while I was on hiatus from this show. Um, hauled a scout to um, Minneapolis, Minnesota. That was a good drive. The Screaming Eagle did great. Uh, I really love the black truck so much. Um, it's uh, it's really the experiment has proved itself and uh, averaged. I stopped tracking my mileage um, loaded. It just it varies so much. You know, it can be anywhere from ten to thirteen, depending on weather and terrain and the weight of the truck and wind drag and and all that. Um, but coming back when I was empty, I rarely do I make an empty trip. And so I thought it was notable to check the mileage. So I fueled up. Um, man, I can't remember. Just as I crossed from Minnesota into North Dakota, I fueled up there. And then I didn't fuel up again until the Montana-North Dakota border. Uh, and that ended up being, I was averaging about 70 miles an hour, relatively flat. Uh, North Dakota is, is painfully flat. Not much of a wind. I was surprised because normally North Dakota is howling. So I got kind of lucky with just a breeze. Uh, and then again, you know, empty trailer. So I was still pulling 3,500 pounds of trailer, but empty otherwise. And, uh, I got just about 15 miles a gallon uh, which is pretty good in my opinion truck weighs 8,000 pounds it is shaped like a brick um, so you know the DT360 has zero performance mods it is bone stock and Allison you know nothing fancy about it just lock up converter overdrive uh, and and so did great in that respect. Uh, I am looking forward to building another one. Um, I have a long bed travelette chassis. I have an excellent travelette cab. Uh, I have a decent long bed uh, that we're going to put on there. And we're going to build this one more traditionally. Uh, it will be 360 and a six speed Allison. It will have super duty axles and um, the radiator will be in the front. It will have, like I say, more traditional build. Um, we're going to doghouse the firewall, completely do redo the um, core support. Because uh, right now in the in the black truck, we just kind of modified the core support to, you know, be removable with that intercooler setup. When it's time to do the core support for this new build it's going to be all new um, probably going to use like a second gen Dodge radiator and second gen Dodge intercooler uh, just for ease of, of finding parts and then um, you know this truck will have AC and the whole nine yards so which I've been slowly like I say I've been piling up parts I've got AC system out of a uh, 71 travel all 
because we're going to stick with the original style AC setup. Uh, it'll just have a modern compressor and updated components. Um, so yeah, uh, that's the plan for that. Super Duty axles because the way the Allisons work, um, it's really hard to adapt. I shouldn't say really hard, but it's it's a pain in the ass to adapt a transfer case to the Allison that is a passenger drop. So rather than fight with that whole thing, I'm just going to run Super Duties with the driver drop front housing. So then uh, we can just run the stock Duramax um, transfer case, the old 272 or whatever it is. Uh, that way we'll get an Allison from a you know 07 Duramax, we'll change the bell housing to the SAE number two and run all that just like we did in the black truck. Uh, but then I can still keep the, uh, the speed sensor in the transfer case so we'll be able to differentiate between high and low and not freak out like uh, so many of these conversions you see. They don't like being run in low range because it throws off their speed count and then you get an error code, whatever. So being able that we'll be able to run the um, GM transfer case with the Allison and all that and the standalone controller, it should all be able to work together uh, just like it does in the black truck. And so I'm, I'm really excited for that build. It's going to be a long, tedious one because my personal stuff takes forever to do. Um, case in point, the green 56 that we're building, I really wanted it done by now. And we still haven't even swung the new motor into it. So yeah, it's going to be like that, like always. But anyway, um, so yeah, so that trip was good. Made a run to California. Uh, hauled some parts, went to Sierra Fall Rally. I was only there for a day because I had a funeral to go to and so I needed to be back for that. Um, the Fall Rally is always good, always good turnout, good crowd. You know, they have it in the trees there. It's a nice, it's a nice atmosphere. Um, it's just, uh, it's a good show. Jeff and the crew at IH Parts America put on a great Great show. Um, I always see lots of friends there, lots of people. Um, always something new and different shows up. It's kind of neat. This year there was a gang of metros that was super cool. Uh, I always enjoy seeing that stuff. Um, yeah, so it was just fun. Um, get my in and out. Yes, I know I'm on a diet, but you gotta give yourself a little bit of uh, leeway for cheats and whatnot. And my cheat for the month was the old in and out. Um, so that's always a California staple for me. It's, you know, you can't go to California without going to in and out. Uh, and no, this is not a paid promotion. This is just my own feelings. So yes, next time you're in California, get yourself some in and out. Uh, and I know they have in and outs in Nevada and Arizona and uh, a few other places too. But <laughs> when I go to California, it is it's the in and out. Um, yeah, so uh, projects in the shop this last month, we were getting Nate's Scout 80 wrapped up. That was a big labor intensive 80. Um, it came in originally for just like kind of a refresh, go through the axles, brakes, get the motor running good, 
uh, the suspension update and once we got it up here I realized that the frame had been badly damaged and modified it was not um, it, it wasn't viable in my opinion it was it wasn't didn't make any sense to try and make that system work because it was so bad um, you know the frame there was like this homemade lift blocks were welded in and and a bunch of stuff like that so we did away with all that I had another frame so we put a different uh, Scout 80 frame under it and I modified it ahead of time for power steering and all of the body mounts and stuff got gusseted and everything got fixed um, and then so we did a body swap put Nate's body onto this chassis and then it got you know the CPT 3 inch lift kit with the Bilsteins um, our fuel tank went into it our aluminum tank got the power steering bracket on there uh, running the Ford power steering box um, you know just a bunch of updates a lot of stuff you know his budget was one number and I ended up putting way more into it just to make it right um, you know that's what happens I usually lose money on every build because I end up doing a lot of stuff that is not maybe on the to-do list but I just my conscience won't let it go out the door that way so ended up fixing some stuff that you know needed to get fixed regardless of whether he could afford it or not because I wanted him to get back a good quality truck so we're almost done with it a uh, few details I'm buttoning up now and um, and we'll should have it done here shortly um, what else we've got an 800 we're doing a motor swap on and a bunch of other cleanup uh, if you followed on uh, Instagram you saw I posted a lot of pictures of some really terrible brake and suspension stuff uh, another shop that was not scout oriented they claim to be an old car shop but they really butchered some stuff like big time so we had this 800 that we i had the guys um swap a motor rebuilt motor fresh trans rebuilt case you know and then same thing uh go through the axles disc brake conversion um just getting everything together and uh so that's a good one that they have been working on uh, almost almost done with that one uh, and then uh, another 800 that's also in the um, we've worked on a few times it, it just comes in for another round of things and we do you know five grand worth on it and then it goes out the door again and so that guy we're buttoning up also with a motor swap um, transmission reseal a few things like that uh, while that's been going on, I was knocking out uh, some wiring on the big um, the shins, their uh, Traveler build, um, their Overland kind of, I don't want to say spare no expense, but definitely a bougie build with a lot of high-end parts. I've been working on wiring. Wiring is so tedious on this stuff when there's so many accessories and other systems with you know heated seats and all the lights and just it, it ends up taking a lot of time uh, and this was one that Steve had started and now I'm trying to finish it so I'm also going through the like what the crap stays like where's this going or you know Steve did alright like labeling things for me but there's still some stuff where I'm like kinda trying to reverse engineer it to figure out what he was doing um, 
got several axle builds, doing some custom heavy duty stuff for a, a guy in California. I've been, you know, doing that in between everything else or the weekends. Uh, I've got another batch of seat bases uh, headed to the website. Got uh, medicine cabinets, both 8800 and Scout 2 med cabs coming out. Uh, the radiator brackets for C-Series are back in stock. Um, those are the ones where you can put a Scout 2 aluminum radiator into a C-Series truck or travel all. Uh, 61 to 68 truck or travel all travelette. You can put an aluminum Scout 2 radiator in. It is slightly smaller than the factory C-Series radiator, but the fact that you can get a three-core aluminum that definitely uh, offsets the small, the size difference of the original one. Um, the trick, tricky part is you got to modify your shroud. There's some, you know, if you want to run a shroud, there's definitely some custom fab that has to happen in there. So. Um, yeah, I would. Uh, I, I'd recommend that for anybody uh, that's looking for an upgrade because you can't buy C series radiators. Um, so, yeah, those brackets are back in stock. Uh, power brake kits are back in stock. Again, another C series part. Um, you know, this stuff, it's not just like. It's not like our laser cutter makes it and then we just put it up for sale. Like, there's prep that has to happen. I have to weld, we drill and tap some things, like there's other processes that happen after that. So even though they get cut out, we still have to work them up here. So I do the QC on them too, like, you know, most of the time this stuff comes out perfect. Uh, it comes out of the laser cutter in the, in the fab shop and it's done and it's nice and I don't have to do, uh, you know, much other than our, like I say, drilling and tapping or whatever. But it's still nice to QC stuff to make sure holes are in the right spot, make sure there's no weird rough edges, make sure everything functions like it's supposed to. Because we're trying to deliver the best possible product. Um, so, yeah. And uh, met with some engineers uh, for some new products that we're working on. Probably won't have them in time for Christmas. But definitely some things coming to the market that... Um, are innovative and you, people have been asking for for a long time and the vendors you know kind of shrug them off it's really funny I, I've talked to vendors over the years long before I got into this and I say hey why doesn't somebody make this or why isn't this a product or have you ever thought about doing this and and it's always uh, you know, costs a lot of money, and uh, and I get it. Like I, I hear it all the time from people that are like, "Hey, why don't you make a widget that does this?" And it's like, because I don't think that's a an item that'll sell, and it costs a lot to R and D it. But me being in the industry and actually being on both sides of the fence, I kind of know what the demand is and I know what would sell and like we don't need any more bumpers everybody and their brothers making bumpers we don't need any more um, lift kits everybody and their br brothers making lift kits but people are settling for the TSM disc brake kit when there's better better ways to go um, People are settling for off-the-shelf 
consoles when there are better ways to go. So you're going to start seeing some products coming out from us, you know, end of this year, first part of next year that are specific to our vehicles that have features that our vehicles need and are going to be competitively priced with the generic things that people are installing now. So uh, I can't wait to come out with that. That's going to be fun. I also have some neat ideas um, for more storage, more lockable things, glove box inserts that uh, are more secure. They're not cardboard, um, that kind of thing. So yeah, so those are on the horizon. Um, yeah, just just neat things. Uh, so I'm, I'm stoked for that. I like to continue to further the market, further the... Uh, the brand you know the more stuff that's out there that makes them functional and usable and more daily drivable uh you know that's all a win for everyone just like you know these holly snipers have really been proving themselves as reliable daily driver systems and my work you know being part of the holly family and developing things with them has been great. Um, their new standalone trans controller for the 4L60, that's super awesome. So you're probably going to start seeing those popping up into some of the builds. Um, but but anyway, you know, to build a an international that can be daily driven year round, except maybe salt season for you guys in the Midwest. Uh, is really just a game changer and not have to swap in an LS to do it. Uh, you know, your 345 runs good, change ignition, change the injection system, uh, add a few doodads here and there, re-gear it, and now you've got a daily driver that's capable and, and is not, you know, a $40,000 LS conversion. Um, you know, so that's the... That's the kind of the market that we've been eyeballing and uh, working towards. You know, these drivability, like the anything scout, they call them drivability conversions. Um, there's not, I don't know of another term that works for that, um, but that's the same thing. We're talking about drivability, but like on a C series, you know, where we swap to power brakes and maybe disc brake, GM axle, and power steering, uh, our aluminum tank, and a sniper that's it like it's that's a driver drive that truck across the country like that's you know those are the kinds of things that you do those updates and they become such a, a better truck so that's what we're working on you're going to start seeing more of those um we're actually going to have some of our own builds for sale i'm hoping early part of next year i've got some some trucks in the works that we're gonna throw some parts at and and turn over so um, you know I may have missed the window on the whole builder truck sale market because I do see that it's kind of cooling off a little bit but that's alright uh, I'm happy to just put good quality trucks out into the uh, into the world so anyway um, it looks like I'm coming up on my time here so I appreciate you guys thanks for following along thanks for listening appreciate all of it um next week we'll be back on the technical stuff and we will uh we'll get uh 
get her back on track. So I appreciate you guys. I love you very much. Thank you for all the support. And until next time, I'm Dan from Binder Boneyard.